Welcome to Joiners, the podcast with Tim and Danny, where we spin the wheel of hospitality fortune. This week's guest is Sue Ahn, the celebrated Chicago chef who, many of you may not know, started off as on a celebrated the... golfer. <laughs> Just <laughs> started <sake>. off. <laughs> Danny was, uh, you'll find that Danny was much more interested in his golf career than culinary career in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I can't change who I am. No shame. No shame. We did um, have a great conversation with Sue. It was good to get to know him. He's also worked in a lot of great spots in Chicago. He came uh, to L Ideas, was his first place here. He also spent some time with uh, Chef Duffy over at Grace. Yep. Um, and do you think that we always have to include the chef prefix? At what point is it just Curtis Duffy? Um, I, I think it's kind of a courtesy thing. Like I think I think chefs like being called chefs. It's like a thing, like chef. But, but I think chef is like even in... by people who don't work with him. That's a good question. Like when he introduces himself to a random person, his banker, do you think he's like, <laughs> I'm Chef he Curtis? He signs his checks. Chef. Yeah, there's no way. Does he sign it with a toke? Uh, well, it's in, well, like when I'm delivering uniforms and I see a chef, I, I say, hey, chef, I've got some. I think that's like you're sharing the industry maybe. So I think it is a sign of respect. But I am curious, at what point does a chef lose the chef prefix? We got to get Sue back in here and ask him. Can you ever get stripped of your chef prefix? What Do you, do you get tired of being called... <laughs> what are you, I don't know. Bar shop. There is no. Yeah, there is no, no there bar. Isn't. Mixologist uh, Danny. Shapiro. Hey, 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 hey! Don't offend me. <laughs> um, but yeah, without further ado, here's our conversation with Suan. I love golf. I'm not a fanatic. I'm just not good at golf. No, you're good. No. If you would be good if you practice. I mean, like Sue would tell you, it's about practicing and putting <laughs> Danny in the work. falls asleep to YouTube videos of. I, I know. I, I wouldn't balls. even fall asleep. if it was on. I wouldn't fall asleep at all. Danny has a uh, Chichi Rodriguez magnet band. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Chichi. The old Chichi. So obscure. <laughs> um, I remember the infomercials for that one. <laughs> so yeah, thank you for uh, for coming here today. Oh, thanks for having me. So. You know, tell us tell us about your journey. Obviously, you know the the stuff that we know is that you. Should we just from... get the golf stuff out of the way now? <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Ask your golf questions, and then we can move on. To... Yeah, let everyone tune out right now. <laughs> deep golf questions. Um, so yeah, how deep in it were you? Um, crap. I'm trying to think how far back I want to go with this. Let's just go way back. Uh, I was born in the states, moved to Korea when I was six yeah um and then my dad really got into it so he was a salary man which is basically he just works from like eight in the morning till like eight at night every day and the only time he had where he can golf was in the morning so he would wake me up this one was seven uh at like 4 30 in the morning this is here in korea in korea in okay. korea sorry oh, wow. and it's um, all in isn't a, like a lot of it indoor there so it's like golf is really expensive and because due to like the, how small the country is there aren't that many golf courses but there are a lot of driving ranges yeah okay. um and then they're like probably like 100 yards yeah long it's not very big so he'd wake me up at like 4 30 in the morning and i like there's so many times i can remember when i was like crying because i did not want to go how did he uh, get you to do it just he, force he, of will yeah just he just he's like there's no other there's no there's no front answer you just you're coming you put your damn clothes on and they get in the car you come golfing with me 
rain, shine, hot, cold, like when it's snowing, we'd go there too. Like the whole range would be covered in snow. So that's how I got introduced to golf. I hated it. I did not like it at all. Like it was like the bane of my existence. Like wow. Imagine like a seven year old having to get up at four thirty in the morning. Yeah. It's kinda like, like the Agassiz biography so. so far. Yeah. <laughs> um so that happened and then uh I was in Korea till I was in fifth grade. Uh I played golf same way, just waking up early, um, going golfing with you know, my pops. And then I came to the States and then I started playing golf, but then I met like friends that are my age that play golf too. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started liking it a little bit more. But when, even when you were playing with just your dad, did you have occasions to see, you know, how you stacked up relative to other golfers? Like, did you play any, like, it seems like 18 hole rounds were infrequent. Yeah. Uh, we would do like once every two weeks or something like that. And how were you shooting? I, I mean, I want to say like, high 90s maybe like, yeah oh okay so we're not too far apart i mean child, childhood, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. childhood yeah. yeah um yeah seven-year-old sue versus tim would be pretty <laughs> <even> that. <laughs> yeah but it was like i don't know I, I did not like it at all uh but then like i said i came to the states met a bunch of kids that are my age played golf um and then we started like betting like quarters yeah. And dollars, and that became really fun. Due to my Asian genes, I am very, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much a gambler. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, and then I started really get into it. I started getting really competitive, um, and then I saw that I can actually compete with like some of the kids that are better than me and older than me. When were you breaking par? <sighs> Let's see, breaking par. I shot 69 for the first time when I was. 13, I think. Wow. Yeah, That's pretty 12, impressive. 13, um, and this is in Texas? No, this was in Washington, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, so, so similar to Texas. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly the same. Northwest, you know, Texas. Same, same. Um, yeah, and then I got really into it. Uh, high school. Um, started sending out resumes to colleges. And it's lucky enough, uh, Duke and University of Washington, they really took a liking to me. And so that I'm decent. So I got recruited to those two schools. Um, chose Duke. I uh, went on a campus tour there. I loved it. And yeah. Wow. It was uh, a lot of fun. And then, of course, like, <laughs> I was young and dumb. I, I went to college. I never had any freedom growing up. I had a tiger mom. I don't know if you guys know what that yeah, is. Yeah. It's just like, you know, it, it was terrible. Um, like, Maybe for uh, Tracy in Wisconsin, you could explain. Oh, so basically, it's like all I knew my middle school and high school years was golf, like math or whatever, English tutoring, and then church. Like, that's like all I did. I never got to do sleepovers at my friend's house. Like, I never got to do anything like that. So that's all I knew. And then I like found this, like, I, I had like a taste of freedom in college. I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. And of course, like, I didn't get it in like small doses. I got it all at once. So I like abused it. Chasing girls, drinking a lot of booze, a lot of partying, not much golfing or studying. <laughs> um, so that led to me actually dropping out of Duke. And then I was like, you know what? Like, let's try to take golf seriously. So I was doing like a little bit of mini tour stuff um, and like around the Carolinas, Virginia, um, Upper East Coast, like uh, 
Jersey and New York. Yeah. Did you ever have like tastes of like, hey, I could actually like make it. I could get to the tour. So I got a taste of that when I um, when I qualified for the PGA Tour Latin America. Wow. Yeah. So I played on it for about a year and a half. But once again, <clears throat> I wasn't like good enough where I was traveling three weeks out of the month. And when I'm in South America, I can't just like pack up and go back home. So I, you have to like, even if you miss the cut. Yeah, you got to stay. You play, yeah, you got to stay and it's and it, work. It just, yeah, it's terrible. Did you, uh, do you keep in touch with anyone from those days or did you know any players who have since gone on to great success? Let's see. I do keep in touch with, like we had like a core group of guys who traveled together. Um, I do keep in touch with a couple of them, but yeah, a lot of them are doing other things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, they, it's, it's so hard. That's to the reality it of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's unreal. And unless you have like a rich dad or a family member that's backing you, it's also like financially you need at least like to comfortably travel and everything like a hundred K in your bank. A, a per year like it's wow no yeah. it, it's that is intense yeah it's pretty gnarly and then like those smaller tours you don't make money yeah uh, so it's basically they're just cut, trying to get to the next level yeah tour, just keeping you know? it's like treading water exactly until... yeah so huh yeah. and then do you miss it at all anymore uh i, I swore golf like I, I swore it off i'm, I'm never gonna touch a club ever again yeah um and then like i came to chicago and there were a couple of chefs here who play golf like Chef Posey yeah. plays golf. Are you going to the, Are you going to be at the Yum Yum? I am going to be at the Yum Yum. Yeah, nice. that's, a, that's such a fun event. Um, Chef I, were Shields. you there last year? I was there last year. Oh, you were at Ravislow? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, nice. What'd you shoot, Danny? I don't know. I mean, not, <laughs> what'd like, you not, shoot, Sue? Yeah. Uh, I shot sixty-seven actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's insane. I mean, I would expect Sue to dominate. Yeah. I mean, I played with Posey yesterday. Was that yesterday? Two days ago. Oh, nice. I mean, we play a good amount. Um, he's great. Yeah, he's awesome. It's a lot of fun. I, yeah, there's like there are a couple of chefs who actually, or chefs and other people in the industry who play golf, and yeah. I got somewhat connected with them, and uh, you know I start playing a lot more nowadays. Where are you playing? Like, are you joining any clubs? You no, just... I wish. I don't. <laughs> I wish they would pay me enough to do that. I, I just like tag along whoever is like, hey, you know, you want to be our fourth? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? I'll tag along. Just fire sixty-seven. Yeah, <laughs> that happens like once every three years. Yeah, I got lucky. Though. Oh my God! All right, well, thank you for uh, for humoring me. Oh no, please! I love hearing yeah. this stuff. All right, so on to food. Yeah. <laughs> At what point did that enter your life? Did you show an interest as a kid? Uh, so uh, post dropout college, uh, I was watching a lot of like Food Network stuff, you know, whatever. Um, I got then, really into Food Network in college too. But then, because like, that was an era where it was like. What year did you graduate? Uh, I didn't graduate, but or, well, I was in college high from school, oh yeah oh three. Mm. So that was like that yeah, we're, era yeah, where it's like, like yeah. good like I don't know Food Network TV shows. Yeah. Um, and then I watched a lot of Anthony Bourdain, read read a couple of his books. This is like during like my golf whatever pro golf uh, career era. And then after post PGA Tour Latin America, when I was playing so poorly. And I swore off golf. I started bartending, and then I started doing like uh, front of house work, like you know serving. I was like, you know what, I, I like this, uh, and it's a little break from what I what I'm used to. Uh, let's see if I let's like just take a deep dive in it. 
Went to culinary school in uh, North Carolina, uh, Johnson and Wales. Uh, and part of their program is you need to do a 10 week externship, internship, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I love North Carolina. I call it, you know, one of my homes. I lived there for eight, eight years, nine years. But I thought to myself, um, if I'm really going to take this route and if I really take this seriously, I need to like get out there and see what else is out there. Uh, you know, I was looking to do my externship at New York, San Francisco and Chicago. Those are like my top three cities I wanted to go to. Something about Chicago chefs, man. Like, they have this like chip on their shoulder. It's like, fuck New York, you know, you know, fuck San Francisco. Like we are better than them. Even though they have like such like a big footprint in the culinary industry, right? Cause they came in and all these great chefs are in New York and San Francisco. But then Chicago chefs have this, like I said, a chip on their shoulder saying, they want to prove people wrong like you know what we work just as hard we are just as creative we cook just as good of food as you know new york and san francisco so i got lucky enough to end up at l ideas with chef foss yeah um, nice. did my externship there and haven't left since it's been almost uh, nine and a half years now in chicago yeah. How, what was after l ideas uh i was they offered me a job um so I stayed on for about a year, just over a year. Uh, and then I worked at Grace for almost two years. Nice. And you and Danko shared a station. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys know uh, Matt. Oh, my God. I love him so much. Yeah, um, he's great. Yeah. And I actually, I constantly, I mean, like we started out as station partners, but I didn't know he was going to be taking rank and like take over the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But... Like I always like, I always text him and call him for like advice. Cause he, he's like, he's so like down to earth and he'll tell you as is no like sugarcoating anything. And yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. I love he him. said you took a uh, family meal quite seriously. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, yeah. It was cause like that was like that as a cook, that's like that one time to shine. Yeah. You can I, flex. Yeah. And you don't have any creative say in the menu as a cook. So I mean, yeah, staff meal was was no joke at Grace. Yeah. What'd you what'd you throw down? Tell us some of the more <sighs> memorable see. memorable meals. Oh man, we, oh we would do um, steam buns. That was uh, that, that was like one of those uh, we would get in like pork shoulder or like leftover like waggy scraps, uh, and then uh, our the sous chefs would they'll make they'll like make it from scratch and they were amazing. And they would like pickle stuff and then we'll make kimchi. And it would just, it'd be like a whole like week long process. And then we'd be like, all right, Friday, we're going to throw down. And then everybody, um, just get together and just make the staff meal. Um, and then another one was like people who like left grace, like on their last day is like their time to flex before they leave. And one of the kids made, um, dumplings like, and then he, he like hand did dumplings. He made like 300 of them by himself. Wow. Was what pretty, was the filling? He made like four different fillings. He made like one with chicken, one with beef, pork, and then like a vegetarian one. Wow. It was yeah. unreal. It was, yeah. Joiner's podcast is brought to you by Party Can. Party Can is a premium batched, large format, full flavored cocktail that uses high end liquor, real juice, real ingredients. It's all natural gluten-free it's 12 drinks in a single can and guess what that can actually floats you can take it to the beach the pool on the boat camping hiking to the game everywhere you go it is recyclable and reusable it's a party in a can and everyone's invited 
Party Can is available at multiple retailers around Chicago, around the country, and you can always go to drinkpartycan.com to find a local store or have one shipped to you or a friend. And now, back to our interview. How was the culture? I mean, L Ideas and Grace share some similarities, like, I mean, pretty high-end mm-hmm. uh, Grace to perhaps a different uh, meticulous standard, but yeah. both similar. Like, how would you compare the two? Uh, <laughs> L Ideas was like a... It was, it was quite an opening... Eye-opening experience for me, because I before that, I was basically in like a... Downtown Charlotte, where it just, you know, the typical five to ten, you know, and then we just sling out like 400 to 500 covers a night. Nothing crazy. Uh, a little bit more elevated food, but nothing to the point where I was exposed to at L Ideas. Um, it was myself, Chef Foss, and we had a CDC, and then one front of the house manager, or whatever you want to call it, front of the house person. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was the whole crew. I mean, you'd come in, and there, there, were, there was no end time. Like, whatever you have on your list, you know, just get in early enough or late enough where you can get it done for that day. Uh, I got to touch, you know, I got exposed to, like, pastry, which I was never exposed to because the chefs, you know, they take over the whole menu, and then let's say there's 12 courses. I have a little bit on each course where I had the mise en place for. Um, and then I got to help set up the uh, the tables with the glassware and then the silverware, putting them properly and then making sure like the linens pressed and ironed. Um, and it was like a it's like a dinner party because there's no uh, it, it's like a like almost like a free for all. Is there just party. one seating? Wait. It also depends. Uh, on the weekends we had two. Okay, got uh, it. But so like Chef Foss would go up and he'll introduce all the the whole team and then. Each course, uh, we would take turns and uh, explain the course. In between, we'd cook and we'd clear plates, clear silverware, and then reset them and glassware. So it was like a really eye-opening experience. I'm like, wow, this is what it's like to be in this industry. Were you there during the kind of the Miracle Berry era? Like when they would... Uh, uh, no, that was, I think that was, that was from Chef Cantu, I think. He was like a real like okay. promoter of that. And I, they were good friends. Unfortunately, I, I don't think I ever got a like... Not taste any of that though. Yeah. yeah, I just remember there was like an era in time where Miracle Berry they went, went viral. Yeah, and everyone was like at like, Christmas dinner one one yeah. year. Yeah, I had like <laughs> a insane. I had like the most fucked up uh, charcuterie board of like weird things. Yeah, like, like lemon wedges yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and then some sweet things like it, like the sweetest strawberry you'd ever taste. So huh. if it was already sweet, it'd just take it to a whole other level. The time I did it, we went to like. Uh, some kind of like Szechuan meal in Chinatown and we just like went hard and like we brought in like we were with Sula and he brought Szechuan peppercorns they weren't like readily available at that time and we had this like just totally insane what does it do to spice yeah so basically it made like kind of that numbing property of like the Szechuan peppercorns like the theory was that it would like make it seem almost like tart Hmm. like Hmm. high acid like kind of a lemon which I guess was achieved, but it was like, it was just so intense and over the top that it's like hard to describe, I guess. Yeah. It I, wasn't like an obvious, like it made this spicy thing sweet or it made this sour thing. I don't know if know, I could do a whole meal like that. Like it's fun it was to wild, taste things yeah. as like a novelty thing, but I, you'd really just goof up a good meal if you're not careful. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. We brought like a bottle of Rittenhouse and... Or Rittenhouse. What did that taste like? <laughs> yeah, I think it was just like 
Coke, it probably just Coca-Cola. tasted so mellow because our mouths were just like so messed up from the rest. Huh. Of the how, how long does that last when you take it? Or I think it's just... what like forty-five. Yeah, minutes I was gonna say between a half time. hour and an yeah. hour or something. Oh wow! That's and you awesome. just like you don't eat it; you just like suck on the berry, right? I forget what it, I just remember doing it then. It was like one time. Hmm. Yeah, I ordered them online. They came in like a styrofoam thing with like dry ice. I think. Yeah, we'll have to. Anyway, add, I'll, I'll ask Ronnie ago. about it later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you went from, from L ideas mm-hmm. then to grace where your role, how did your role change? I uh, guess? so like basically I thought I was the shit at L ideas because I did the ordering and front of the house stuff, this and that. And then it was just like a smack in the face thing. Like you, you are nothing, you know, cause like every, <laughs> start over. Oh yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I did. Cause people are there, they work so hard and they're so humble. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a basically like, uh, like you say, it's like a reset button. It's like, all right, keep your head down, work hard, uh, learn as much as you can from this place. Because honestly, they kind of helped me um, get to where I am today. Um, like the work ethic, my time management, uh, the efficiency, um, just just everything that I like preach to my cooks and then my managers. I got it, got it from them. And it, it's not like Chef Duffy was the one. He he wasn't very like vocal about things, but then he would r- run the kitchen where it's just like very self-sustaining, and everybody knew that they they weren't there to just be there. They were there for like a bigger goal that's bigger than them. Like, yeah. and everybody saw the same picture of where they needed to be and what they needed to do, and that was like that was so crazy. I've never been in a place where everyone is so motivated and just on the same page how, how do you think that's achieved to get like the entire staff looking in the same direction <sighs> that, what was the secret I, I don't know I, I always try to like we because we talk about it like so because I still hang out with a lot of the older grace crew um we have drinks and then it would just reminisce on how what it was like and and we got paid shit but and we we worked terrible hours but everybody was like happy in a weird way, and they yeah fulfilled. Yeah, the secret to that, I don't know, because like Chef Duffy wasn't like I said, he wasn't very vocal. But then, but like, was he, he just leading by example? Maybe it, I, I think that's what it was. Uh, I mean, like if you saw that he was putting in the work, you were like, all right, well, I guess I'll put in the work. Do you think you look back on it more fondly though? Because like I look back at college, I'm like, oh, college was so much fun. But then I think back, I'm like, actually, senior year, I was like, I'm ready to get out of here. Like, I'm <laughs> over this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I look at it very fondly. Uh, like I said, it, it paved the roads for me and kind of helped me become who I am and where I am today. So, yeah, I mean, would I ever work in an environment like that again? Probably not. No, you've paid your dues. Yeah, you're, you're, I'm, I'm getting a little old. Like, the other day, I was trying to sling pasta with my cooks, and afterwards, I went home, and I'm like, oh, my God, why did I just do that? Like, my body cannot handle that anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I was like, I, took like a, I had to take, like, a couple of ibuprofens, like, an ice bath. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that did not just happen. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, so has Chef Duffy been to Adelina yet? Yes, he was there uh, when I was not there. Because, like, we all have the same days off. Um, mm. Like, I'm off on Sunday, Mondays, and so they're closed on Sunday, Mondays. Were you nervous? Uh, yeah, I, I was texting my GM, uh, like, every five minutes. Like, right, what do you get? Right, how's he doing? Does he need more water? Like, what does he need? Like, come on. Um, yeah, and then he sent me a nice text. Like, oh, you know, um, I love the vibe of the restaurant, great food, blah, blah, blah. And it was, yeah, it was very nice. And have you been to Ever? Yes, I went... 
maybe like six months ago. Um, I mean, and anything that he touches, it just it's just magic. It's, anything it's seem cool. familiar from uh, Grace? Uh, uh, let's see. I mean, how everything's like near perfect, if not perfect. Yeah, I think that's like one thing mm -hmm. that like stood out the most. Like uh, the service, like everybody just, you know, there's like nothing, you can't point out a flaw when you're there. Yeah, it's, nothing it's out of place. Scary. Yeah. Do you, are you at the point now where you see a dish and how it's composed and you know how to create all those elements? Like, is there anything that surprises you anymore? All the time. I feel, I feel like, I mean, even though like, I mean, I try to do as much research and I try to be like up to time with all the chefs and cooks and all the stuff that they put out. Um, but still, like, I, I still get baffled a lot of times. And it's, I, I think that's what's awesome about cooking is like you're never done learning and you're never, I don't know, I, I think that's when I'm never bored. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I'd cool. look at things. I'm like, holy shit, that's so awesome. I want to do that. Whether it's like a plateware or like how they plate things or how things are cooked or how things are presented to you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm always like baffled about stuff. Like especially when I go to places like Smith. God, I, I'm just like I go there. I'm like, why? What am I doing with my life? Like the, the, the food <laughs> that he puts out is like. I, I can't even get like near what he does. It's it's amazing and it's it's so cool to see that stuff happening hmm. in Chicago. Um, um, so how did Adelina come about? What's the origin story? Um, let's see. How did it come about? I was in so like it was during COVID. Um, I was just kind of trying to see where I what I'm gonna do with my career next. And honestly, like, well, my girlfriend she works from home which is nice, so, uh, and she works remotely, so we were like, oh, you know what, let's just take this time to travel. So we were traveling, we are in Florida, Georgia, and then I was constantly looking at culinary agents, and it was this very vague listing. Um, it's like unknown and like private listing. Those are very hit or miss. Mm -hmm. Like just somebody trying to scam you, or it's, <laughs> you know, like once in a while we get lucky, and then I got lucky. Um, one of the partners, they called me and they're like, oh, you know, we would love to do an in-person interview with you, blah, blah, blah. So we did an interview in person. I did a tasting and then I did a second tasting like two days later. And yeah. What was, were the parameters of the tasting? The first one? Uh, Italian. Um, they wanted to see how my Italian chops were and how many dishes do you prepare? I did five. Um, they ate it. They liked it, but then... It was very like progressive Italian, if you want to call it that. Yeah, you I was gonna to... ask what your strategy is. Like, do you go traditional? Do you push the envelope? Do you so flex? I, so on the first one, yeah, I try to flex as much as I try to like just yeah. go, you know, just think outside the box as much as I can. Because I mean, like, I don't want to. I love meatballs and I love traditional stuff, but I don't want to just serve them meatballs. You know, right, they're right. gonna be like, well, why can't? What about the other guy? I'm sure he can make a good meatball too. <laughs> you know, like so. I wanted to. I wanted to really just kind of think out the box, outside the box, and see what I can show them to see, tell, to show them what I can do. Yeah, um, and that's what I did. And then they're like, "Okay, can you do more traditional stuff for us, please?" <laughs> that's what the second tasting was. They're like, "Oh, can you make like you know uh, meatballs like, actually?" And then like a uh, a veal parm and then like an asabuco, like you know stuff like that and then and where did you learn how to do all that stuff uh let's see the first chef that i worked for he he was very heavily um italian influenced okay so a lot of that it came from him uh and then along the way like i, I love like 
you know, just seeing what other chefs do and just trying it out myself. And so it's a combination of me studying a little bit and then just learning from my past chefs. What was the most creative dish in round one? Anything in round one? Out? Uh, oh, I did a, I think I did a Parisian gnocchi uh, with creme fraiche as like a sauce my taki mushrooms, and then like a togarashi on top. Hmm. Yeah, I know. So, so, I mean, is that Italian? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Italian. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, right. There's pasta in there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know it's Italian, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that was like one of the ones that they're like, oh shit, okay, this is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah let's see if cool. you can do a meatball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're going to try to stump you. Meatball. Um, so would you say that Italian is like uh, one of the genres that you prefer to cook? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah, what do you like to cook? I, honestly, like, yeah, whatever tastes good, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Are you cooking for your girlfriend when you're off, no, or you're she's exhausted? Actually, she, she's actually cooking for me. Oh, nice. <laughs> she's an amazing cook. So I What mean, does she cook? Um, she, she loves to follow recipes to the T. Yeah. Then she'll have, like, a theme, right? She'll be like, all right, we did Vietnamese, and you can't... And I'm like, hey, it's okay to mix a little bit of miso and the Italian and blah, blah, blah. No, you know, Vietnamese, we're Vietnamese, <laughs> we're doing Mexican and only Mexican flavors. Uh, so we'll do, I mean, we, we love doing like steak and frites. It's like one of our favorite things oh, to do. Good um, steak frites. You yeah. can't really beat that. No, you cannot. Um, uh, the other day, let's see, we did like the uh, Vietnamese salad. It's okay. like the, the noodles. I think it's called Buntit Nun. Yeah. You know, that was really refreshing on a hot day. And yeah, she, and then she made a tart for our uh, draft the other day. And everyone's like, ooh, it was amazing. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I'm the chef here. She's like, <laughs> what the hell? Where's my she's credit? She's upstaging you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, she, she, she's great. This podcast is brought to you by Geneva. Danny, what is Geneva? Well, Tim, I'm glad you asked. Geneva is a European spirit with a wide range of flavors and lots of personality. It always uses malt spirit and juniper and other botanicals, so some would place it somewhere between gin and whiskey. It can be floral and bright like gin or round and malty like whiskey. Whatever your preference, there's a Geneva out there for you. Even me? Even you, Tim. This campaign is financed with aid from the European Union. Um, so before Adelina and there was stuff between Grace and Adelina, right? Yeah. Uh, so post Grace, um, I was lost. I was like, I mean, I was looking for something that was like Grace, but I mean, there's nothing like that out there. Um, so I was like, so far in debt. I'm like, you know what? Let's just, let's go corporate. Let's see what happens. Uh, I worked at Ritz Carlton. Which is great because I got um, my eyes open to like the financial side of the industry yeah. and how to keep your restaurant open, <laughs> which is, <laughs> I, you know, like, pretty I, I important mean, skill. Yeah. And it, like when you're in colonial school and when you're a cook, you never get exposed to that. And you don't think that that's an important part of you becoming a chef. But I mean, it's, it's huge. Yeah. And, and I mean, as much as I don't want to look at P&Ls and I don't want to look at food costs, labor costs and all this stuff. Like, I mean, it's, it's a very important part of being a chef. Um, so I got exposed to that very hardcore. Um, but at the same time, it was, I wasn't happy there because I wasn't doing, I wasn't there cooking really much. Um, yeah. What, what, is it a lot of special events on top of, like, what's the <laughs> culture? Like, kind of they're, the format there? they're like 
breadwinner is like like events like yeah. weddings and you know, catering and all right. that stuff and then we had like a uh like a little restaurant inside the hotel which we do like 20 covers on like a wednesday it's very uh, not what i was used to uh, so i was like you know what i need something where it's a little more food driven um so i reached out to i think band of bohemia I had a listing on culinary agents and Got hooked up with the owners there, uh, did an interview, um, and yeah, I was there for, I think, uh, a year and a half. Did they have the star before you got there? Yes, they had the star, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then... And you maintained the star. I did maintain the star. star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so nice. what was the vibe like over there? Um... It was a weird time, because I think the, sh the chef uh, that was there before me was a... Very much a tyrant, and I don't know. Um, but it was like a mass exodus when I came on. Uh, like every cook that was with him in the past, like they all left when I came on. So it was basically like a rebuilding for like four months, trying to get the right cooks, the right managers in place. And after that, it was it was pretty awesome. Um, was the restaurant open during that time? Yeah, it was. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. So I had to like make sure his menus that he created was still running smoothly at the mm -hmm. same time i'm trying, you're to trying to flip it yeah flip it hire new cooks hire new managers it was it was pretty intense but then it was it pretty after the four months it was pretty cool everything kind of fell into place like and i wish i could be like oh yeah you know it was all me it was all me but then it was all my managers um bringing to the table what they're what they're good at and what their strong points are and then there are the where they lack and what they aren't strong at, like my other managers that kind of support them. And it just made this cool kitchen, like culture where people wanted to come to work. Um, they weren't afraid to talk to me or the managers. Uh, they weren't uh, like, we weren't working dead to death. Um, they were trying, they're, the pay, uh, I can't really, wasn't very good back then for anybody, I don't <laughs> yeah, think. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. still pre-COVID. But yeah, it was, um, uh, Amazing times. It was, I wish I could go back to that, honestly. Uh, it was a great restaurant. I only went, dined there once, but I was pretty blown away. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what the timing would have been. I would imagine it was when you were there. Uh, 20, I was there 20, 20 to 2021, 20, I think. 2019 to 2021. Yeah, something like that. Okay. So, yeah, it must have been. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then did you go from Band of Bohemia to... Then Adelina, or no, there was a little, there was like a huge hiatus there. Okay, uh, I, I think everybody was, it was like, oh, you mean during COVID, during COVID, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, of course, played a lot of golf. <laughs> <laughs> Too much golf, my yeah. girlfriend would say. Did but, you yeah. get? So is that kind of how you got back into it? Kinda. Um, and then I met a couple guys on the golf course who who love playing golf and who who do it as a hobby. Yeah. And, and I met Chef Posey, and he introduced me to like huge and yeah huge is yeah, yeah we huge played is with a, huge and posy oh these are really day, yeah. that's awesome <laughs> both great guys um, yeah we gotta have huge shot the best danny nah did you danny all right i mean that doesn't always happen let me call him <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to <laughs> oh, yeah they'll, they'll verify for sure but uh yeah we're all actually about the same uh i think currently huge is the lowest and then posy uh, posy might be the lowest handicap between mm -hmm. three of us but we're like between five and seven now oh wow um, but yeah, that's, that's a recent development for huge. And I, uh, Posey's been better than us. I think most, well, of he also time. has a young child. 
So <laughs> yeah, maybe he isn't getting on the course as yeah, much. So that's true. Um, but yeah, so where did you play during the pandemic? Uh, I went to Harborside a lot and yeah. practice. Where um, do you live? Uh, I live downtown. Okay, so that's yeah, convenient. North. Yeah, it was. That's like the closest golf course that there. Yeah, Harborside's not bad. Closest no, it's one. great. I mean, Star Wars better than Port. Yeah, I, and also, I, I mean, I don't ever play there because it's like 150 bucks. To, I know, it's cool. like, yeah, I, It's expensive. It makes no a sense. single no, tree. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Links course. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's just, yeah, It's. I've talked to them in the past. Like, would you ever think about doing deals like seasonal membership type stuff? And they're like, no, we don't need it. I'm like, okay, well, that's so crazy. Good for them, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. I guess so. Because they have a lot of outings. I think like companies just go down there. Yeah. Uh, anyways, not really uh, super interesting stuff. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cool that you got back into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Practiced a little bit. Uh, like I said, I traveled a little bit, which I never got to do. Um, and then got right back into it. Yeah. yeah. And your family is where now? Uh, my sister uh, and her husband and my niece, they live in D.C. Okay. Um, and then my mom lives in North Carolina. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, what do they think of your career trajectory? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, they weren't your typical, well, in a sense that they didn't want, they didn't care that I wasn't going to become a doctor or a lawyer or a scientist or whatever. Like they were okay with me becoming a professional golfer. Well, they pushed you into that. They now. did, yeah. and, and like I, I think it's it's more of me just kind of just giving it my all and not half-assing anything. I think that's what they were more concerned and worried about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean they're okay with it. And then the the fact that I changed professions um, at the moment, like my mom was like, "What what are you doing, dude? Like, do you really <laughs> want to do this? Just go back to school." finish your degree and then go get a proper job. Blah, this blah, is blah. like post Duke when you're yeah. figuring it out. Yeah. And I'm like, no mom, I'm going to go to culinary school and this is, I'm going to, you know, let's see where this takes me. Yeah. Um, and then my mom just, my mom and my niece and my brother-in-law, they all visited me this past weekend and she was, she's very happy. Yeah. Nice. It's, she it's, thought the food was good. <laughs> funny story is like she, <laughs> so i you know I give her the whole nine you know just everything from apps to pasta the the main court main entrees and then the desserts and then she's i was like hey mom how was everything she's like oh my god i didn't know my son was so talented i'm like oh thanks she's like the desserts are amazing i'm like <laughs> mom i didn't make it those are not my dishes but i was like what about the main course she's like they're okay i'm like oh you're so, that's so bad. you love me so Sounds much like my mom. <laughs> yeah i think that's that's a pretty yeah pretty typical there's someone in the family that's like that yeah where it's like whatever your achievement they're like yeah but it's not that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but don't but don't get me wrong. It was great. Yeah, like, no, but I guess it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, where do you like to go to eat when you're not? Uh, I mean, you went to Everett. Sounds like. Yeah. Uh, once in a while. Smith um, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but I can't do that. Every Just week. fifty course tasting. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, let's see. Uh, God. 
You might be ruining the gratuity round, Danny. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, so like I recently just naturally progressing. I, yeah. I recently got into Jets Pizza, and that's like oh a, yeah, Dan's a huge dude, fan. Dude, eye opening. I mean, this that was the kind of my first introduction to Detroit style. Yeah, and now too. it's a thing. Yeah, you, know, you can get it. You know, you've got Polly G's doing. I it think really you were well. the first person that introduced me to Jets. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I mean, I would have it's appreciated great. if you didn't throw it into my face and I could have seen it <laughs> yeah. properly. But. I had weaponized the <laughs> yeah. pizza. Oh, the pizza. Tim, yeah, oh, Tim Pye no, me with an actual pizza I first tried at Jim's pie. house at a, uh, at a, at a uh, Super Bowl party. Somebody, uh-huh. like everybody cooked a dish. I, <laughs> total prank. I brought a uh, shaved Brussels sprout, <laughs> manchego cheese, and apple salad that's because I knew good. everyone else was going to bring fat I, stuff. I mean, oh, that's great. I would love yeah. that. I, I was, ri- I like was ridiculed endlessly. So the next year, <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, chicken and waffles the next year. Oh, nice. But uh, that was the first time I tried uh, Made Jeff's Brussels pizza. Sprouts? Somebody brought it, and I was like, man. This pizza is insane, and then yeah. they started expanding in the city. And what are your topping they have choices? Like both three hundred and fifty locations now. Yeah. What uh, do you get? I, mean, I like they have like this. I don't. I honestly don't think it's any different than the regular pepperoni, but then they have like like this weird like. I forget what the name of it was, like supreme pepperoni or like fiery pepperoni or whatever. I honestly don't think it's any different, but it's so good on that pizza. And it's just like, so just the pepperoni. Just pepperoni. That's it. Yeah, okay. Just keep it in what I like doing? the barbecue chicken. Ooh. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, it's got that red onion on there, barbecue mm. sauce. It's I kind of I mean that's like a California you, pizza kitchen, it. Papa John's type <laughs> of situation. It's a popular topping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I don't know. Like I mean, I'm standard sausage. So. I always like a supreme. I mean, just yeah. the sausage. Are we going to Jets onion. after this? <laughs> <There's> <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, I mean, we got <laughs> Green City place. Market to go to. Oh yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, did you get asked to participate in that? Which the that Green the, City uh, Market the, barbecue? The barbecue? Yeah, uh, I think I did. But then at the time, like we were so short. Yeah. Oh it's my tough. god! I was like, because I mean, like we we were getting a lot of inquiries for like events like that. But I'm like, I mean, like I would love to go, and I love that event too. Yeah, it's, so it's fun. fun. But then at the time, I was like, man, I can. I'm just trying to keep this place afloat. For sure. I can't even like we stand run, properly. Yeah. We're we run into that a lot, yeah. where it's like we'd love to do it, but it's not assertive enough to back out. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we got dragged in. Yeah. Uh, so what what are you what do you guys have there? No, we're not doing anything. Oh, you're just, I'm just going, going to eat. I'm oh. going. I just get to go to eat. Nice. Um, let me get a ticket. <laughs> yeah, let me get a ticket, man. Need ticket, need ticket. <laughs> yeah, I need one. <laughs> Walking around with my finger in the air. Tim's just hanging Scalpers out outside. Scalpers for the city market, bro. <laughs> yeah. Love it. <laughs> That's Tim's new side hustle. All right, so your newfound love for Jets, what else? What are your other casual spots? <sighs> casual spots. Let's see. Um... Oh, uh, uh, Gin, Gin Cow Eats Rice. Uh, dude, dude, Bill, Bill Kim, Kim said the same thing. That place is, oh, out of this world. We gotta what? Go. Now we really got to go. Oh, my God. The it's double so endorsement. Good. Oh, man. Once we get the two endorsing <laughs> an obscure thing, I think that's how you know it's good. Uh, let's yeah. see. There. Um, this, I love Sunwa. Sunwa is like a, you know, yeah. Sunwa is great. Through. Classic. Yeah. I'm yeah not, are you venturing outside of the duck at Sunwa? Or are you calling ahead? I just, I just do the dog. I don't think yeah. I've ever. You can, that, that just it just can't get any better than that. Yeah. And for the amount of money that you pay, it's like yeah, oh it's pretty and the presentation. Yeah, I so love cool. it. And then you get like the whole like five course meal there. It's like it's it's amazing. That's yeah. Those that format is yeah, it's unbeatable. It's hard to beat. Um, yeah. Well, cool. Do you want to get on to that gratuity? Yeah, round we're yet? now we're gonna hit you with the gratuity round, oh, please. Yeah.
This episode of Joiners is brought to you by Stock Manufacturing, makers of fine hospitality workwear. You obsess over the details in your space, so why stop at your staff's uniforms? Stock has something for every aesthetic. From fine dining to a corner cafe, they've got you covered. Choose from in-stock ready-to-wear options or design the perfect custom uniform for your team. For more information, visit stockmfgco.com. All right, so, Sue, what's your death row meal? What are you going out on? Going out on, oh, man. Jets pizza. Uh, man, that's not a bad way to go. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, eat enough of it, it'll kill you. <laughs> that's so hard. It causes I, it. It's definitely... It, <laughs> the so accidental good. death row yeah, meal. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, it would definitely be pizza. Yeah. Uh, from where? Ooh, yeah, what are your... It. Yeah, give me the pizza top uh, top three. I love Spacanopoli. Okay. Uh, yeah. Vito and Nick's is another yep. one. Oof, uh, yeah. And then, I mean, as much as people hate it, I love Pequot's. I'm like, no, huge, I'm not... Yeah, I don't hate on it. Yeah, I mean, people Pequot's like, oh, is the number really one. pizza. That's more like lasagna. I'm like, hey, call it whatever you want. It's delicious. It's it is. good. That's my yeah. number one. I mean, of that style. Yeah. But yeah, pizza all the way, 100%. Wow. That's a good yeah. call. Vito Nicks would be great. I, the closest thing for me is like John's on Western and Armitage of John's that style. Is, it's great. Yeah. Um, it's it out. A, a similar like kind of cracker tavern thing, style, tra- yeah. tavern style. Old school. I would, I mean, yeah, Vito Nicks just so inconvenient for me to yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 You got to go. It's the culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always get abused by the waitresses there. They're so mean to me. They got a whole Ed DeBevix thing going on. <laughs> A, a secret uh, menu item that uh, is a you wouldn't think to order, but the fried smelts are actually really good. Oh, huh. oh I thought you were going to say kindness. <laughs> kindness. Yeah, no. Hey, <laughs> never tried that. <laughs> it's a secret menu item. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's uh, your favorite old school restaurant? Define how old are we going? Um, I think over 20. It has to be older than 20 years. Oh, older than 20 Man, 20 is not that old anymore. Holy it's cow. pretty old. Yeah. It frees you up. Old school where you go and you're like, okay, this is like, you know, the it's servers been around have been there for a while. while. It's, uh... You know, I, I really, I don't know how long it, it was around for, but I was a huge fan of uh, Café Marie-Jean. I, I know that wasn't like as old school as it gets, yeah. but I mean, that's like such a classic place for me. Old school? Oh, man. The quintessential one I always think of is like, um, uh, what's the... Tim, did we ask you this question or did we ask Sue this question? <laughs> I, mean, I need an example. That's a thing. Right, 20 right. years? That's so hard. We yeah. both do that all the time. <laughs> we, like, well, give our I were asked yeah. that. Yeah. What, what, what would you say? <laughs> uh, I always think like La Scarola. Like you go in there, it's like stepping back in time, you know? Yeah. You know what? That's definitely up there. I went there for the first time like a couple months ago. And it's, yeah, you know, just like heavy red sauce with like the, the, the checker pattern. Uh, with Togarashi all over everything. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Truffle. No. <laughs> I love it. And then you can go right next door and just get a like, you know, a waft of cigarette yeah, cigarette right in your face. Yeah. 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 Second end. Yeah. Uh, Smoke. Yeah. Um, yeah so like, good. <laughs> 20 years, I'm not sure. You got to come back to No, me I think now. that's yeah. fine. I mean, Richards, I think... if you plan on going to Richards, you got to throw out your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Just burn it afterwards. I <laughs> <laughs> just leave it there. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, all right. God. What's your favorite fast food? Taco Bell. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't even oh, actually, yeah. Danko already prepared me with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. What just... are you ordering? 
Uh, crunchy tacos, 12 pack. Oh, whoa. Yeah. What? All 12? Myself, You're yeah. polishing 12 by yourself? Oh, yeah. 100%. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm a fat boy. Yeah. Wow. I'm and my girlfriend's like, oh, yeah, a couple of those Can for I... me. I'm like, no. Wait, so Crunchy Taco Supremes? Yeah, Supremes, yep. Yeah, of yeah. course. That's yeah. my order, but I, I eat like three or four, and I'm like, that's pretty good. 12? Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Could you, you crush people in eating competitions? I used, I mean, in high school, I, I don't know. I must have had. I'd still probably have tapeworms, but like, I mean, I, I, I would get like two Big Macs and a couple of cheeseburgers and like a, a spicy McChicken and like six nuggets. And Jeez. I would just wow. shit. Yeah. I've, I've done three eating competitions, uh, informal ones, not like professional ones. Yeah. Uh, the only one I've won consistently is ice cream. Oh, wow. That's because I think other people have like a lactose thing yeah. that like kicks in at a certain point. And when I was doing it, I didn't, I guess. But I lo I've lost in tacos, I've lost in burritos, but I've won in ice cream. What were the burrito and taco about? So the burrito one was the like seven layer burrito from Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. And then yep. the taco one was, yeah, like a Taco Bell, probably crunchy taco supreme. It's just how many you can eat. Yeah, and I think I, uh, I forget. I actually think it was soft tacos from Taco Ooh, Bell was one of them. And uh, Bauer, who I, who I was doing it against, I think he had like 21 or something, oh, and I was like, God. got to 17 maybe. 21's a <laughs> but, lot. But I mean, you could, you'd crush that, yeah. it sounds like. I mean, 12. But those were yeah. the soft, like rolled ones are different than the. I think they expand a little more in your stomach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Sue, I kind of want to see Sue in action. <laughs> I do too. I've never done an eating contest, but Dave Barron and I did a, when he was in college, I was in high school, he was in college, we did a Who Could Drink a Gallon of Water Faster? And he beat me, and then I vomited like a fire hose. <laughs> straight water <laughs> projectile. Terrible. It. Oh, my God. All right, next question. <laughs> What's your go-to cocktail order? Go-to cocktail order, uh, Negroni. Um, and then I like to switch out the gin with mezcal. Okay, oh, mezcal okay. Negroni. Uh, yeah. And do you like an equal parts or like? Uh, two, one, one. Two okay. mezcal, one uh, Campari. All right, and all right one, good. Uh, yeah. Nice. Love it. What's That's going to be pretty What's easy. your garnish like a... Uh, a charred orange peel. More Negroni. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. a tiny yeah. Negroni yeah. on top. Yeah. 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 Negr <laughs> Shot of on top. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, orange peel sounds nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you go orange peel, grapefruit peel, lemon peel? Orange peel. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Perfect. What trivia category would you dominate? Oh. <sighs> I feel American like pop culture. Tour. Pop culture. Yeah. I am like, uh, I mean, not as much anymore because I'm not. I have time, but then I feel like I was really into pop culture for a while. Like all of it? Are there yeah. specific areas? Celebrity gossip. Yeah, exactly. Like TMZ, you know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, just silly stuff like that. It just keeps me entertained. He kept hmm. up with the Kardashians. Yeah, yeah. Kardashians, think... the Jersey Shore people, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. My that's idols. A, that's a good guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah. <that is. laughs> oh, my God. Nice. Um, um, what's uh, some advice you would give to a new chef looking to... Looking to make his or her way in the industry don't go to culinary school really yeah i'll just uh, go to restaurants uh oh well, yeah if you want to go to college go to a four-year college and on oh. your weekends just go work whether it's a dishwashing job polishing job just go in there and just see if this is what you want to do um, yeah. i feel like uh, i loved food network and what travel channel whatever but it, it's glamorized it to the point where people they're like, dude, that's not us. That's there's nothing like what we do in the industry. Yeah. So just get your feet wet, uh, and then, like I said, if you want to go to college, don't waste your money on a culinary school. Just go to four-year college, um, and then that way you have a backup plan just in case you don't want to be in the industry. Yeah. Did you see the bear? I have no. My girlfriend's watched it. Everyone's like, oh, you have to watch it. I'm like, dude, like, 
I want PTSD. I, I'm, I'm living this every day. Yeah, that's <laughs> what, that seems to be the consensus. Yeah. Danny, I you, held you out for a long it. time, oh, yeah. but really? I finally watched it. I heard it. it's amazing. It was actually really good. Yeah. Um, I was, you know, some of us can be like maybe skeptical waiting to criticize something like that yeah. when you're in the industry, but I, I thought it was pretty well done. And I know Denko had like a yeah he, he, there, right? he and Posey, Posey yeah, yeah were they're in the second episode I think and That's they so cool. consulted a little bit, um, but yeah, it was it's interesting. I'm I'd be curious to hear your take on it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to watch it sooner. Or so later. you're gonna text me after every episode. Yeah. <laughs> Next quarantine. Yeah. All right, last question: What is something that bars or restaurants do that annoys you? <sighs> that annoys me. That bars and restaurants do. I don't know. I hate flashy stuff. I hate like sparklers and I hate like things like yeah. that. Just they do it just for like Instagram, you know? Yeah. I get it. Like that's that's your way of you know bringing people into the mm-hmm. restaurant, but it's like get that out of there. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like, it's on. gimmicky. Yeah. It is. It's, I hate similar the to what uh, Charles yeah. said. Yeah. The, the flair with bartenders. Yeah, I, I think unfortunately though that is like kind of the world that we live in where people are forced to do that kind of stuff. Camera and, eats first, right? Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's just it's so tough to yeah. get used to that. Um, yeah. And then maybe a supplemental question specific to you. Sure. If you could go back in time, would you do it all the same? Would you pursue golf at all? I wouldn't change it. Yeah. I think, um, my failure from golf kind of helped me to get where I am. Uh, and also like the things I learned from golf and my parents growing up, it kind of helped me, um, yeah, help, help mold me. And, uh, yeah, I, I would never. I wouldn't change a thing. I've I've had so many failures in my in my life. Like I never finished college, never finished culinary school. Like it, it was just you know one failure after another. But then I just kept at it, and I would. I think that it, it humbled me. Yeah, I mean, you seem to be doing pretty well now. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I'm. Do, I mean, thank you so much for that. But I mean, I I, I keep trying. Um, yeah, I think it probably taught you work ethic. Yeah, and, and I, 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 I wouldn't change it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can definitely speak for myself and probably Tim too, but we've failed a lot as well. Yeah. Now, Danny, do you wish that you had started golf? (laughs) (laughs) I wish that, you know, I took like a couple lessons when I was super young and, and just didn't like it. I was so frustrated. I was awful at it. And then just didn't play for 20 years and then got like addicted in 2018. Um, but yeah, it's like, you can't tell yourself at that age to like, put more effort no, in something yeah, you don't like. That young, yeah. yeah, it has to click. Yeah, and it was not <laughs> it did not click for me at all at that time. Um do you spectate it at all anymore? Uh like do you follow any of it? I don't like I don't like going out there when it's that hot. <laughs> or like do you watch it like you know follow oh, highlights yes. and oh, stuff? I mean like yeah YouTube majors. all day. Yeah okay. yeah yeah. Um I mean like when the masters is going on all my cooks and my chefs know that it's on it's going to be on my laptop. That's Even awesome. During during right next to the you know me on the pass I'm just like glancing <laughs> over. <laughs> Who do you like? Uh I mean I grew up in the Tiger era so Tiger's a huge fan. Yeah. I'm I'm a huge fan of Tiger sorry. Yeah. Um Xander, the the, yeah. the younger, newer players who are just so like, yeah, I hope Zal Torres so is flawed, okay. Like fearless. Oh yeah, uh, just, just just come out of college, just ready. I don't, yeah. I don't know, I don't know where they get the balls from, but I, I love that. Yeah, um, it's cool. A lot of good yeah. talent there. Oh, the yeah. live stuff is crazy. I love that. I think this isn't anything industry related, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, I, I think uh, I love to derail. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the PGA Tour. Did not do a good job with live golf. 
the no. commissioner should have just shut up and they would have fizzled out in like two, three years. But then like it just gave them more firepower and like all the players are going over there. And and then who gives the PGA Tour right to monopolize yeah. the, the athletes? I mean, the golfers, you know? Yeah, like, it's I tough. Mean, yeah, it's definitely made the climate much more interesting. I love it. And they're getting paid so much money. They could all thank Phil for that. Yeah, you know? for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm having trouble deciding which tour to go on. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm torn. Got a lot of offers on the table. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. Well, Sue, thank you very much for well, being a guest on Joiners. This yeah, has thank been you. A lot of fun. Thanks. Yeah, thank you for having me. This yeah, thanks for coming fun. in. And that concludes our episode with Sue on. And please don't forget to check in next week for a fresh new episode. And if you are so inclined, don't forget to drop a like or a review on our podcast pages and feel free to check out our Instagram account at joiners pod, where we post throwback photos on Thursdays and, uh, offer some cocktail recipes tailored to our guests. Thanks for listening. And please remember that this episode was produced by Matt Haddock and music by Captain Cuts.